Attention, here we embark on a colorful exploration of mental health conversations. Expect deep discussions, humor, sarcasm, and a bit of cussing because, hey, that's just how we roll. Let's just set the record straight. The views expressed here are our own and might not represent the entire podcast beliefs or our guests. Our aim? To enlighten through humor. But hey, take it easy. Don't sweat the small stuff. Legal issues? No, thank you. We prefer to keep this space lawsuit-free. So gear up, enjoy yourselves, and join us in navigating the colorful world of mental health on the Different Spectrums podcast. Bye. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is the Different Spectrums podcast. I'm your host, Spencer. And of course, we have our licensed clinical therapist, Nas. Bowhead and Nas. Bowhead. Bald in all the wrong places. <laughs> Let me tell you. Hey. <laughs> that back fucking hairy shit. <laughs> I need to do a back transfer. <laughs> a back transfer? It's my back ass. <laughs> Take a strip of your back and put it on top of your head. There we go. <laughs> Jesus. I've heard it. Oh my, that hurts. <laughs> All right. In this podcast, we talk about movies, shows, and the mental health aspects that surround them. We also like to have some laughs, so don't take us too seriously. Or do. That's completely up to you. There you go. Also, don't forget to run up those likes for us. We'd really appreciate it. So, today, we are going to be doing the movie The Santa Claus. Yes, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, We're going to be talking about a few things today, one of which is going to be just being a kid. It's like being a kid. Uh, We're going to be talking about the workplace and how some people who, you know, got some extra meat might be hearing about it from their coworkers. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh, we're also going to be talking about like capitalism, uh, long distance, um, a few, a lot of great topics today, um, all in the spirit of the holidays. So, Naz, anything before we get into the scenes? Immediately into story time. Okay. Well, just real quick, we were, me and my pops went into Costco, and as soon as we walk in, this black dude goes, it's fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> just loud as hell my dad was like what the fuck uh, <laughs> no nothing more christian than an arab santa claus <laughs> yep, hey it's you know spot on spot on uh i just wanted to bring that up it was just out of nowhere this was before thanksgiving he's like you're saying them I'm like, Jesus. Calm down, bro. Yeah, me Calm and my dad down. were like, who? Oh, we were like, oh, yeah, that's that's you. Oh, that's you. yeah. Yeah. Um, going to break down just to, looks like four scenes. Uh, we're going to do a couple serious ones. Therapize that. Kind of talk about, um, like you said, we're being in this identity of seeing, believing. Uh, what What is like faith? Uh, we could, we're not going to go spirituality, but we could. And then we're going to transition into, you know, delusions. Girl, you delulu. Delulu is the true true. 
No, what the Lulu is the Salulu. That's what they call it. Tell it. The Lulu oh, okay. is the Salulu. Oh, that's a white woman's name. I know. Yeah, it is. it's very white. Yeah. One of my clients says it to me all the time. I'm like, girl, you're the Lulu. She's like, it's the Salulu. <laughs> right? Yeah, she's Indian, but I mean, it's close enough. Oh, well, same thing, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she likes Starbucks. She likes Starbucks. <laughs> we was in a meeting the other day. <laughs> At work, and then they were just talking about like pumpkin spice and cinnamon. I said, "This is the whitest conversation of the week." <laughs> mm, another pumpkin spice, and then yeah, stir around. Gonna, I said, hey, "You gonna really put that seasoning in cocoa? This is too much, too much." Uh, and then we're gonna have some fun, and we're gonna talk about some fat phobia, uh, obesity, uh, different things with doctors, and like you know, getting stung by a bee is is, is a big bee, big one. It wasn't a big one. Oh. <laughs> I like all types of shrimp. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, hard pause. Uh, so this is going to be a fun pod. Uh, Spence brought to my attention, like, hey, maybe we should bring up one topic just to talk about something real quick, and then we're going to get into the scenes. Um, it's very sad to hear that, obviously, there's another shooting. Uh, and, and Las Vegas at the university. And obviously, right, I work at universities my whole career. Uh, Spence, right, went to college, got a degree. So we know what it is to be at a university. It's terrifying to know that these places we had just talked about in our in our previous uh, pod of Lu uh, Luca about just being unsafe in these safe places. And uh, uh, just really apologetic and then uh, really empathetic and just sorry for those folks there. Uh, it looks like well, you know, one of the guests that we had on, Lakeith, his daughter actually goes to that school. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's terrifying to know she's safe. Uh, mm -hmm. But still, so this affects a lot of people. And uh, just, you know, hopefully all doing okay. Uh, and, you know, do what you need to do, self-care, be safe. You know, it, it, it's crazy. Uh, it's just really sad. It's really sad. And when my students come to me that have been in some of these mass shootings, at universities, you know, elementaries, high schools, just sad. Um, so our hearts to the podcast, Different Spectrum Podcast, on behalf of uh, of me, Nazir, and Spencer, and, you know, all the other knuckleheads that contribute into this podcast, we all helping everyone that is okay. And, uh, you know, you know, God bless y'all. So uh, we're going to get into the podcast now and have some fun, but we just want to put that out there. Mm -hmm. All right, people, let's do it. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Hey everyone, I'm here to talk about our new collaborator, Toink Toys. They have a wide selection of, you guessed it, toys and other great collectibles. They have products from Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and everything pop culture. You could say they put the toy in Toink. So go check them out at toink.com and use our code Different Spectrums Podcast to get 10% off your entire order today. Kitchen's always open. 
What a stiff drink. You should get some sleep. Here are your pajamas. I'll be right back. Twelve hundred years to get it right. Twelve hundred years. That's right. You know, I must say, you look pretty good for your age. Thanks, but I'm seeing someone in wrapping. Hmm. Hmm. It's good. This is really good. Not too hot. Extra chocolate. Shaken, not stirred. You look distressed. Distressed? I'm way past distressed. What is that? I'm talking to an elf. And I stopped believing in Santa Claus a long time ago. That's not surprising. Most grown-ups can't believe in magic. It just sort of grows out of them. You're a nice little elf. Thanks. But this is a dream. I mean, this is fabulous. Is that a polar bear truck in traffic down there? Yes. <laughs> I, I see it, but I don't believe it. <laughs> You're missing the point. What is the point? Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Kids don't have to see this place to know that it's here. They just know. Well, you should get some rest. Good night, sir. Oh, my God, Charlie. Oh, sweetheart. Oh, God. Come here, come here. Oh, my boy. Oh, oh my boy, you're home. <laughs> oh, I missed you so much. How are you? Are you okay? Mom. Look at me. <laughs> Charlie, Mom, I missed you. I'm fine. It's okay. You were so worried. Mom, look at you. Look how good you are. I don't have a lot of time. Did you leave the gifts I made under the tree? You bet I did. We better go. No, Charlie. No. Oh, no, no, no. No, wait, Charlie. It's okay, Laura. Actually, I... I think it's a much better idea that you stay here with your mom and Neil. Really? But, Dad... No buts, Charlie. I can't be selfish. I can't be with you all the time. We're a family. You, me, your mom... and Neil. And they need to be with you, too. I miss you too much. 
Come here a minute. Listen to me. Come on, listen. There's a, there's a lot of kids out there, okay? Millions of kids. And they're, they're all, they all believe in me. They're counting on me, Charlie, and I... I'm not gonna let them down. I got a lot of work to do. So I can't be selfish either. You gave me a wonderful gift, Charlie. Listen, a wonderful gift. You believed in me and nobody else did. You helped make me Santa. Selfish. <laughs> You're the least, the least selfish person I know. I love you, son. Christmas Eve, I spent with Charlie. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's you. It really is you. <laughs> you really are Santa Claus. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, my God. And your parents thought I'd never amount to anything. Wait, and don't go yet. I have something for you. I... It's Santa. Scott. Neil? Santa? It's okay, Neil. It's, um, well, it's, it's my Christmas present for you. It's the, um, it's the custody papers. And I want you to come and see Charlie as often as you can. You can count on it. Thanks, Laura. Merry Christmas. What's all this boo-hooing going on here? Hey, how are you doing? It's nothing, Bernard. I'm just saying goodbye to Charlie. Well, goodbye. Charlie, you still got the glass ball, right? Yeah. Well, all you got to do is shake it whenever you want to see your dad. Really? He can come back to see you anytime, day or night. Hey, have I ever steered you wrong? Nice sweater. Hey, did we make this? Laura, he's sucking us into his delusions. Look at the elaborate measures he's taken. Neil, relax. I'll explain it to you later. Where'd he go? Huh? Don't draw the mirror. <laughs> Something's wrong with the scale! Ah! 
Excuse me? Excuse me? Hmm. I love a field green salad and oh my god. Calvin. <laughs> Sorry, um, the dry cleaner in my neighborhood went up in smoke, some big chemical fire, all my clothes, poop, gone. Oh my God, your you, weight. What happened? Bee sting. Evidently, I'm allergic. Almost killed me. But the guy at the emergency room says the swelling will go down. I hope. So, did I miss anything? No, we were uh, just about to order lunch. Great! I'm starving. I'll have a salad and iced tea and dressing on the side. Uh, pasta and tomatoes uh, and very light on the oil. Can you do that? And I'll have a Caesar, no dressing. And one of those homemade cookies, the warm chocolate chip, no nuts. And uh, a little slice of cheesecake, uh, creme brulee, and a uh, hot fudge sundae. Extra hot fudge. On the side. Anything to drink? Ice cold milk. Stung by a bee, Scott? A big bee. Finished? Okay, now remember this is just a storyboard, but here is our preliminary total tank TV spot. Okay, now we've got Santa, he's up in the North Pole, he's getting ready for Christmas. Oh, no. Problem? It's just a little thing. The elves? What about the elves? They look so funny. Well, they're supposed to look funny. Yeah. They're elves. Just my opinion. Can't they look a little younger? With silver specks on their cheeks? Can we continue here? Okay. Now this year, Santa's not going out in a sleigh. This time, he's going total tank. <laughs> Wait a minute. No way. No way Santa's going anywhere without his sleigh. He would if he's trying to sell the total tank. Well, isn't that a pretty picture? Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. Well, kids, I, I certainly hope you've been good this year, because it looks like Santa just took out the Pearson home. It's coming! Oh, and another thing, but what about the reindeer? Reindeer and Santa, Santa and a reindeer, it, it's kind of a package deal. Calvin, you don't believe in Santa, do you? Calvin. Can we get back to the presentation? We're not done yet. Since we've opened this box, have any of you tried to build the total tank? It's got 10,000 parts. And even if you do get it together, it breaks 10 minutes later. Then you gotta spend more money just to buy new parts. Well, I thought that was the whole point. No, 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 no. What we gotta do is develop a, a basic, simple, inexpensive toy that will nurture a child's creative thinking. Calvin. Here, try the brown one. Can I see you outside a minute? I don't know what's happening to you. You're starting to look like the Pillsbury Doughboy. You're, you're falling apart. I know. I know. I don't know what came over me. 
Well, just get some help, you know? Uh, you, you should see a doctor, a shrink, a, a dietitian, anything. Just get some help. here and check your pulse. All right. Okay. Hmm? Huh. Well, nuts. Oh, no, uh, your pulse is great. Uh, well, I, I don't know, Scott. You're, you're as healthy as a horse. Yeah. Clydesdale. Okay, look, so what? You put on a little weight. A little weight? Does this look like a little weight to you? Weight can fluctuate from year to year. Fluctuate? You make it sound like I'm retaining water. I've gained 45 pounds in a week. Pete, what's happening to me? What's your diet like? Milk and cookies. Really? But I don't finish all the milk. Well, then there is your problem. Just try to cut back on the sweets, okay? <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. How fast does hair grow? Facial hair. What? I shave in the morning and the afternoon. I look like this. Well, it could be a hormonal imbalance. That would explain the mood swings. Mood swings? Yeah, but look at my hair. It's turning gray. Oh, it's middle age, buddy. It happens. And with that body, you should be thankful you have hair. <laughs> look, if, if it bothers you, you can diet. And you should diet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Okay, uh, up with the shirt. Let's take a listen to the old ticker. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's cool. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a special shout out to our collaborator, Two Nerds Candle Company. Not only do they have great products, but they are also giving back to a great cause. You can tell that they take a lot of pride in making their candles. My favorite is Spock's Monday Coffee. They are also donating 10% annually to support Women in STEM, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. You can use our code DSP or go to our link tree to get 20% off your entire order. We think that this company is great and we think you will too. So go check them out. And we back again. We're back. And we're live. Like a hot cup of the, of the sugar, the sugar chocolate, the, the hot chocolate, the sugar, hot toddy. We're back like obesity in America. I love how just like halfway through that I was like, this guy's stupid. <laughs> we back. We, we, we're, we're live. Just like obesity. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> You're such a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, 
Um, so, uh, before we get into it, shout out to all of our great collaborators, Cure Hydration, Pinfinity, Silver Dollar Candle, Two Nerds Candle Company, Cat and Raven Company, and of course, Twink Toys. It's almost the holidays, folks. Or it might be the holidays at when this podcast comes out. Uh, so why not get why not get people some things that they might need, right? And why not get a discount for that? You can get a discount up to 20% off if you use the code DSP, DSP20, or go down in the link in the description. Uh, you can get all of our great collaborators for some great percentage off just in time for the holidays or after the holidays doesn't really matter <laughs> just but go get some of our get some stuff from our great collaborators uh, and then also help support the podcast that you're listening to right now we would love to have more stuff that we could use for the podcast Yep. Maybe even one day in person, but we'll see about that. See how much money we get from it. Yep. <laughs> so we'll please go check it out. And then also go check out our great merch. Hey, you're different, not less. Not less. Not you, less. You're, di- you're different and, 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 you, and, you, and you're ugly, but you're not less. So go check out our group collaborators. <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks. Um, and before we get into it, once again, shout out to Blenders, the great makers of these sunglasses, the prime sunglasses. They're prime. Code boy prime. Got, got that, you got that prime meat, don't you? You got that ribeye over there, boy. I want to get to yes, but at the same time, I don't. Cause... You got that filet. <laughs> <laughs> that New York strip. That filet mignon. <laughs> Jesus. Calm oh down. Calm down. Okay. Don't die. Don't Ooh, die. My I'm not on the show. My sugar. Like it. That'd be great if like you die on the show and then it gets two views. <laughs> Damn it, Everyone gets famous when they die. Shit. Hey, Triple X Tenacion. Yep. <laughs> oh um so we wanted uh blenders to be a uh a sponsor for our show but they never got back to us so yep. we're here now they said you little punk <laughs> yeah yeah maybe hey maybe after this clip they'll actually see it and then block us on all social media pages but it's fine it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. So it is. just like my exes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so today we're doing the movie The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Um, how do I explain this movie? Um, it's uh, it's if if you ever thought about like killing Santa and then taking his place, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's about a robbery homicide. He literally like phased away like Obi Wan. His robes were still on there. Like, can you imagine if Luke Skywalker just grabbed like Obi Wan's robes and then dressed them? He's like, I am him now. Yep. I am and him. it and they didn't get in trouble. That's what we call white privilege. That's right. Hey, you know what? If somebody if a black person was in that neighborhood and took those clothes, arrested immediately. Just saying. Just I saying. mean, first of all, 
probably wouldn't even be in that neighborhood because arrested on site. This whole movie about white supremacy. <laughs> Didn't go that far, but all right. Well. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's one way to start the show. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch. Go watch the Santa Claus. Go watch it. It's great. It's great. It's a lovely story about a young boy who gets kidnapped from his delusional father. He really did, didn't he? He did. He really did. He took his ass. Yeah, took him and took him to the North Pole. So, yep. I beat a baby. We all been in that situation. Yep. Hey, it's what it is. It is what it is. Hey, you know what? Boy needs to be with his father. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so please go check out the movie. It's actually really good. Yes. Um, I'm a huge fan of the first one. And then second and third one, just they got way too cartoony. Yeah. And they, they instead of going from like the, you know, they were blue collar and then all of a sudden they just went into like this whole like it's a kid's movie. But then in the second and third one, they were like, let's push the boundaries of how kid cartoonish it can be. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, look, second and third one, they have their moments, but first one will always be the best because yep. it's actually kind of grounded and has a really sweet story to it. Um it was some nice moments, nice deep thinking moments. So, and this is a lot of people's one of their all time favorites. This actual movie, this is up there with like one of the best Christmas movies there are. Yeah, and I'd have to agree. It's up there. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Ooh, Elf!" I'm like, oh, no. "Yeah, the Santa Claus." Yep. The Santa. Two movies about just you know white people. It is actually in that movie. Both of the fathers, you know. They're shitty people. <laughs> They're hey, shitty people. Shout out to white men everywhere. <laughs> hey, shout out to the shitty white men. <laughs> shout out to the heteronormative, you know. Damn I don't know to, cis men. Yeah, I don't, ruining everything. I don't know how to finish that. Yeah, you know, I said yeah, some words. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So the first scene that we were watching uh, is all about, it's all about, you know, Seeing isn't believing, but believing is seeing. What does that mean to you, Nas? What does that, what does that quote mean to you when you first hear it? Oh, so, that's not good. Yeah, well, I thought about saying something funny, but I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> you know, you know see, seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. So, mm-hmm. All jokes aside, uh, you know, we talk about this a lot in life. We talk about this a lot in therapy. You know, they ne- like, Nas, nah, how are you going to tell me to believe in something that's not going to happen for five, six, you know, 10, 20, 30 years? Mm-hmm. You're telling me to bank on a future that might not even happen. You're telling me to suffer through the university and the, and the traumas and the hell and the tediousness that it is and whatever oppression that they faced all on the idea that I might make some money in the future. And as we know right now, degrees ain't even really worth that much. So the students like, sell me on staying in school. I was like, hey, man, I ain't here to sell you. So that that's one thing. It's hard to believe in something that you don't see. You don't see like this, 
monetize this this item, this this fixed construct of a thing. Uh, you could talk about religion. You know, it's hard to believe in something because you don't see it. It's not there. It's stories. Uh, it's a faith. But sometimes you deeply believe in something. You believe in it so much that you manifest it. I was talking to students the other day. I said, hey, I never never not got anything that I didn't like want. I always get what I want. And I said, I don't know how long it was going to take. It took me a long time to get most of the shit that I got. Mm-hmm. Way longer than most neurotypical or just general population, but I got it. Maybe it's a deep belief in myself. Maybe it's a will and a want not to die, uh, to not let the world take things from me. But believing is seeing. When you believe in something so faithfully, it can push you to do miraculous things. But if you're always looking and you're like, oh, you know, I ain't got no proof. Uh, you know, people are usually in mental health. They're like, you know, now how do I know that people love me? How do I know that I have worth? How do I know that I'm a good person? And it's hard for me to tell you. I don't really know that I can judge you and say that you're a good person. I think it's really up to others. Um, and so that's the interesting thing about seeing, about believing, about faith, about hope. It's very complicated. Very complicated, and it's hard to believe in something when you've got nothing or when you have nothing but bad experiences, Spence. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a wonderful scene. It's a very heart-wrenching scene, actually, and she's mm-hmm. trying to preach to him like a therapist, like a mentor, like a father, trying to preach, hey, man, you might actually be happy one day. Hmm. A lot of students think that I'm selling them horseshit when I tell them that. And some parts of me knows that maybe I am selling them shit. Uh, but if we, you know, if you stop your life now, it's done. It ends in the misery. There is no hope. There is no believing. It's just done. But if we keep trudging along, there's a chance. There's a shot that we can get something pretty good. So that's, when I think about that scene, I think about depression. I think about suicidality. I think about longevity. I think about imposter syndrome. I think about many different things from that scene. That's why I was like, we got to have that scene. To me, that's the most impactful scene in the whole movie. Um, so that was my thoughts on that, on that scene, that verbiage. Um, we're going to have some fun and talk some shit later on in the show, but I wanted to be very clear about this scene for those of you, you know, I need to see it. I need to see it. Sometimes you're just going to have to have that faith and just believe that good will come. Good is on the other side, right? It's kind of like the movie that we reviewed about, uh, with Rory, the Rorosaurus. The good, the, the good dinosaur. Sometimes all that good stuff is on the other side of your fear. You just got to get through it. Not past it all the time, but you got to travel through it. All right. Done preaching. Bye. <laughs> uh, drop the mic. So then we'll just go to the second scene. Um, since we kind of want to get, you know, a little bit of the funnies in there um but the second scene is pretty much at the end of the movie um where santa claus actually um he actually steps into his role as being santa claus because throughout the whole movie um scott calvin uh has been trying to avoid like thinking that you know being santa claus is true or the fact that santa claus is true even though he had all these experiences with going to you know the north pole 
seeing the elves, seeing everything there. He still didn't really believe in any of it afterwards. Thought it was all a dream, which fair enough. Because there was a lot of coincidences in the movie, right? Yeah. Like when they go to Denny's, their um their uh waiter or waitress is named Judy, and so is the elf, right? So oh, why yeah. wouldn't you believe? And his name is Scott Calvin SC. Look at that. Perfect. And then he also works in the toy industry, selling toys, right? Look at that. Disney. And so um, with this scene, he finally steps into the role of Santa Claus. And there's an emotional moment where he has to go because he has to give all the children their toys before, you know, Christmas starts. And so... um, we have this emotional scene with Charlie and Scott where, you know, he's telling his son, like, hey, I have to go. Um, you know, I love you and I'm going to see you. But at the same time, I have to go because this is just what I have to do. This is my role now. I have to make other people happy as much as I make you happy. Um Great scene. And then, you know, there's some others, other parts of the scene that we can get to, but um, just kind of want to stick on this. Um, what, a you know, you've talked about how with you and Pops and your relationship with him and how it's a strong connection and about how, you know, he went away um, to prison and stuff like that. Um, you talked about how this was an emotional scene. I kind of want to get a little bit more like, what were you thinking during this scene? And, you know, how can you kind of relate it back to like your mental health and stuff? So there's this scene and there's the original or the scene previous where technically he was just starting to go into the sleigh and he's like, Hey man, you want to come with me? He's like, I want to go with you. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. just did. So before all this, Scott Calvin was not the best dad. I right. would say not yeah. the best dad. Um, he was kind of a little neglectful in some ways, I would say. <laughs> and then also, um, just, you know, would kind of make up lies to be why he was like late to, you know, seeing his son and stuff and not really prioritizing his son in front of his work, which, you know, some people do, it's, you know, you're a human being it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, he was a little bit neglectful when it comes to his son. So, yep. So I think it's, it's relatable. Cause I remember when pop, you know, he got a, out of the pen and, and he was doing some work in the house and, and you know, him and Ma was going at it, and he's like, I'm out. I'm leaving. And I said, wait for me. I hopped in the mm-hmm. truck, never looked back. I hopped in the truck, and I said, I'm moving in. And I remember it fucked up, too, because I was running, and then I slipped, and then I fell on, like, my bike handles and shit like that. And I'm, like, messed up mm-hmm. my ribs, and I couldn't breathe, and I still made it into the truck, and then we dipped. Um, It reminds me of that. But that scene at the end, though, is, uh, you know, the kid's like, hey, man, you know, I love you and I, and I want, you know, I'm being selfish, but I want you to stay here. I don't want you to go. And I think that all, could also be like any mentor or any coach or any therapist where you don't want to see them go. You still want them. You still need them. And it's gut wrenching to let them go because they got other people to heal. They got other people to talk to. It's just not about you, the child or you, the student, you, the client. So I also mm-hmm. thought about it as a therapist too, mentoring people. It's like, hey, I got other kids to get to, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people want to sit in my office as a therapist, you know, two hours, three hours, and just kick it. You know, hey, there's a line of folks I got to get to, man. Uh, you got to go build these relationships elsewhere. 
That's what I thought about in that scene, uh, specifically with students or clients that are starving for that attention and that connection. Uh, so that's one thing. I think you just brought up a really good point, though, so I'm going to put a pause in it. There's a lot of kids that go through this shit with the Santa man. Uh, dads are gone, mom's gone, they're working. Not a lot of connection, neglectful. Like, that's a that's a big issue. Mm-hmm. But you got to work and make money and to, you know, feed the people and keep progressing. Right? You got to do your thing, but also there is a cost. Mm-hmm. There, There's a cost. Uh, and it's not necessarily trying to be neglectful, but, you know, you are spending less and less time with the kid. Right. But you can't do everything. So the question is, how do you set those boundaries and and be a good parent? How do you make sure that there isn't a custody issue or they don't have to get involved? And, uh, you know, it, it's tough. Uh, parenthood, I assume, is very complicated. Marriages, I assume, are very complicated. Uh, right. But the issues that we went through in this relationship, I've, I've seen it in therapy and dealt with it with clients many of times. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you actually said that because I was like, yeah, that's a that's a big issue. The students will come to me, Spence. They're like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know. I don't ever fucking talk to my parents at all because they're working. I'm like, damn. You don't talk to neither one? Nope. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people could relate to that. So if they're using this as a visual podcast for autism, this could mm-hmm. be a scene that you could show. Uh, therapist and then help them understand your mind. Uh, some of the other scenes, like before scenes when he was being super shitty in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I also think that that's why this movie was so much better because it was a lot more relatable, um, relatable, especially on those topics. Like even with, in a way, it kind of reminds me of like um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire in a way um, about seeing that dynamic with parents and how you don't have to be together, you know, to make it work. Um you know, you can have parents who are divorced or split, you know, and stuff like that. And it's okay. Uh, and that's where I really see that with like Mrs. Doubtfire and also this movie, because they're not together. Um, but yet he's, you know, trying to work through everything and make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, he's being a better dad for his son. Uh, so yep. That's what I really liked about this film is like, you know, you can kind of see that progression slowly and it's not just like immediate. It's more of like, you know, slowly but surely he's actually starting to, you know, care about what his son thinks and what his son does instead of kind of just being like, yeah, whatever he's doing, whatever he has to do. And his mom's taking care of him. And then now he has Neil. Good old Neil. Neil. Reminds me a little bit of Liar Liar actually too. Liar Liar too. Yeah, that's also one of my favorite films. Yes, same type of vibe, right? It's the dad's yeah. doing all this stupid shit and neglecting the mm-hmm. kid, right? Yep. Yep. Damn. They was they was going through it with these white dads back in the uh, in the nineties. I know. And they all came out around the same time. Like yep. ninety I think it was like ninety two to like ninety four, something like that. Yep. Like all these films, man. I would <laughs> assume there was more traditional households then or quote unquote traditional stay-at-home yeah. moms and stuff like that, a lot of neglect, a lot of business dads. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. probably where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, later in the scene, mm-hmm. we're getting at some of the funny stuff. You know, well, so, you know get, marriage is complicated. And then we get like this this triad with Neil, mm-hmm. the mom, right? So he's the stepdad. And then you got, you know, Tim Allen's character, it's weird. Obviously, they don't like the stepdad, but he's obviously, it looks like a good dude. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, but he's always doubted this Santa Claus thing, and rightfully so. It feels delusional. I'm not going to lie. I probably thought the person was delusional, too, if they were my client. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm Santa Claus, motherfucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm also a lucky. Also, to point out, Neil's also a psychologist or psychiatrist. I think he might be a psychiatrist, yeah. Yeah, psychiatrist. Um, so he's looking at it through, like, an analytical standpoint. Pa- he's looking at it really patho- pathologically. Yep. Yeah. Um, so he's worried for the kid. Uh, we get into this where... If we get away from the story itself, to me, it resembles, you know, many folks that are different. So some would say a different spectrum. But I'm done. Plug. No <laughs> plug. You know, hey, you know, it's stays. He said it. Yep. He said it. He said it. This spectrum. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about. Of course he did. <laughs> uh, Sorry. So it, we we could use autism. We could use ADHD. We could use folks that are trans. We could use anyone that's differing in any way. Um, we could use folks that are black and brown and want to be authentically them instead of code switching, instead of like paying attention to this, this systemic thing where we have to act, talk, and assimilate into this culture of, you know, professionalism, quotations, I ain't talking about being like hooded shit at work. I'm just talking about like, hey man, let me wear my Jordans. You know, right. you know, is it okay to wear jeans? Like, hey, I'm a counselor. I don't need to be in a suit and tie. Hmm. Um, you know, Spencer's doing his thing marketing. You don't need to be in a suit and a tie when you're in the office. You should just be able to wear regular clothes. It's fine. Um, so I think that's what we were talking about is authenticity. I think about some of the therapists or or people that we've had on our podcast, very authentic. I think about Sonny, lived experiences, just authentically them having a blast doing their thing. Mm-hmm. I think of many folks on the spectrum that don't have jobs and unemployment is super high. Maybe the communication issues are, are there. Maybe there's some eccentricities, maybe some other things going on. But why can't we not affirm those folks and allow those folks to be who they want when they want to be in there as long as they're getting their work done? The work is still being done. Why do we need to put these structures and limitations on people. Um, I'm talking about, I'm not super woke here. I'm talking about being, you know, bounce houses and shit in the office and, and, and nap nooks. I'm just saying, let me wear my fucking jeans and Jordans. Maybe you're speaking a little bit too personal here. <laughs> let, me wear, let me wear my Jordans. Okay. Let me wear my jeans and Jordans. Um, I'm thinking about me being funny. I'm thinking about me being in a meeting the other day and they were like, you know, we were trying to, mm, I'm not going to talk about specifically what we're talking about just for protection, but we're in a meeting and we we're talking about, you know, certain things. And I said something that my nephew said to me, I typed it in the chat on zoom. I said, it's a no for me. And they said, okay. And I said, and everyone's like, well, maybe. And I said, when you, you know, when you're on Tinder, remember a maybe is always a no. Jesus Christ. You said that in a meeting. In a work meeting. Oh my God. <laughs> People lost it, bro. My boss texted me separately. He was like, nah. And oh, I man. said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Um, I'm just, hey, a maybe is most likely a no. 
Because <laughs> we all been there on Tinder, you know. You hit, a, you know, swipe on a couple of maybes, and then you know. Oh my god. Maybe 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 ain't good. Maybe's ain't the best. <laughs> I'm a maybe in most people's category, so just FYI, I'm a maybe, and yeah, I'm a maybe, and then like a probably not on Tinder. No. <laughs> nah, just a nah. Nah, nah. nah. I'm <laughs> ugly. <laughs> It says he's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Funny, ugly. How should I go you, about you, this? Well, you can't be that ugly and not funny. So. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're ugly and serious? Jesus. Oh, that'd be bad. I'd have to be. I'd have to be rich. <laughs> There's stages to this. Um, so, you know, it was cool because people were like, "Okay with that." You know, I said something else funny in a different meeting. I remember we were talking about math. And someone did a problem wrong. And I said, yeah, that's social worker math skills right there. And then a bunch of people in the chat said, aren't, aren't you a social worker? Uh, and I said, shh. It's like, and then one, salute. And then one says, doctor of social worker, actually. <laughs> uh, my boss texts me again. He's like, dude. <laughs> shut you getting these texts from your boss. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, the next meeting, we were like, we're going to throw like a, you know, a block party, this and that. And I was like, I'll bring the TAC. Once again, <laughs> another boss text. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, come on. Stop. It was an interesting day. I couldn't stop talking crap all day yesterday. One lady, they was like, yeah, this was the event we went to with cows. And then, and, 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 you know, they milking cows. I said, I ain't getting milked and I ain't milking nothing. And the one lady goes, we can call it mindful milking. And I said, you ain't mindful milking nothing over here. <laughs> oh, milk lady. Oh, oh milk lady. <laughs> she said, great, I got a nickname. I said, you the milk lady now. Every day, bringing up milk. Yeah. Like, Stop oh, it. Milk and cookies. Milk and cookies. Tis the season. For what? Tis, tis milk and cookies. Oh. Are you going Sh another angle at that? Shout out, right. No, no, not that angle. Shout out Santa. Shout out Sam. This angle. <laughs> what movie was that? When they shoot the milk right from the udder. What? <laughs> Ace Ventura? I, I don't know. I don't know if it was Ace Ventura. I remember Liar Liar. <laughs> remember that scene? Mama. Yep. Yeah, I remember that one. Um so I was thinking, right, obviously letting people be the, themselves, letting them unleash and unchain. Like, I don't know if I told y'all, <laughs> I got to pivot from that one. <laughs> hey, like I was in that presentation doing, you know, jokes and stuff like that. And I remember, I don't know if I told you, I was making fun of the dude with nice hair. I told you, but not <laughs> the folks here. I said, you you got, you got nice hair. It's curly and I ain't got no hair. So I, I actually take personal offense. And I, and I don't like you. <laughs> In the middle of the biggest interview of my entire life. You're just like, I don't like you. I, I don't like you. Man, you're a ginger. It's <laughs> always a good to point out who you don't like during a presentation. Hey, I'm honest. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Quick side quest here. Go ahead. Uh, I had a public speaking class and in one of my speeches that I did, one of my, I had people raise their hands, right, for a question or whatever. And I was just like, you're wrong, wrong, wrong for raising your hands. And my 
my professor was like, you can't do that during a presentation. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to do? <laughs> but, hey. You know, hey. Hey, we're affirming, hey. we're letting people be who they want to be. <laughs> so, you know. Um, okay, so that's some funny stories. I was thinking about how people could use this as a very toxic thing. Right. Uh, so I was thinking of, you know, queer folk, maybe progressives, and they're like, oh, they're making people believe all these delusions. So I feel like other people could be the Neils of America. Um, you know, when I went to the Colts game the other day, and he's like, you know what's wrong with your, what's wrong with your generation? Is Why do you talk like Louis Armstrong? Yeah, you, know, you know, you know. I see fields green. <laughs> Is y'all a bunch of punks? I'm not going to say the word he actually said. Y'all a bunch of punks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, okay. I said, uh, hey, hey, man, go, go ahead and get your grandpappy before his ass turns into dust, old ass. Uh, <laughs> talking about, you know, uh, there's so much dumb stuff. So certain folks will say that people are delusional, and they will pick on them like Tim Allen because they are different and outside the box. They're having a blast doing their own thing, living their life, fulfillment, enjoyment, working hard, right, not bothering anyone. And then some folks will be like, hey, I see that you're happy and you're not wearing the dress code. And you're not going appropriate to the norms of uh, society. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, uh, I'm going to be real. I think that you are a sinner and you're a Satanist. So you deserve to go right to hell. You hate Jesus. So You hate. Oh, my God, dude. For real. What? Like I was talking to a student the other day and I was like, hey, man, it sounds like we're going to maybe go into sociology, anthropology. And they said, my parents said anthropology are for Satanists. And I was like, gee. <laughs> That's a leap. Fucking Waterboy's mom. <laughs> it's the devil. It, it's the devil. <laughs> Football is the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. Mama said. Mama. Yeah, I wonder why he had a fucking stutter. His mom was so traumatic and abused him. Yeah. Every every other thing was devil. The devil. Little girls are the devil. Devil. My mom used to say that about the dirt in the corner. So whenever there was dirt in the corner, you had to get it out of the corner, like in the in the hallway. You gotta you know you gotta scrub and get it because that's where the devil lives. Nothing like some fear tactics to make your children uh, no. do stuff. No, every time I see dirt in the corner, I'm like, "That's the devil." Devil, it's right there sitting. <laughs> that's Satan. Sitting, it's dirty sinning. That's the that's the Sith. I don't know what I just did. Jerking off. What's what happening here? I don't know. It was a good one. shaking there. Um, hey, hey. Shaking, not stirred. And it went. All right. Well. Oh, my God. Let's go to the let's, yeah. let's have some more fun now. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about fat people. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't work with the men because I used to be one. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So in the third scene, Scott Calvin is slowly transitioning into hey. being Santa. Yes. Oh, I thought you made a different transition. Hey. Calm down. Calm down. Um I wrote the letter. <laughs> so he's gaining weight, growing hair fast, and uh his attitude is changing, right? And so in this office scene, he's finally coming back to work and uh, his coworker's surprise, he's gained a little weight. God Just damn. 
if if a woman sees you and they say oh my god <laughs> when you're walking that's not good that's not good that man's gorgeous oh my god that man got some titties um oh, and- oh my god we do not support the ver- the the usage of that word on this podcast. <laughs> titties. Who doesn't I'm love the word titties? Titties is the best word of all Jesus. time. Jesus, say it again. <laughs> Breast is not funny. Titty is hilarious. I like a you know a good bosom. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Shout out to all future employers that see this. <laughs> so, um, Scott Calvin's uh, his coworkers very surprised at what's happened to him, and he says, "Hey, it's a big B, <laughs> big B stunt." Okay. Yep. Um, and I just want to point out that um. If you even try to say what the boss or any of the coworkers were saying, like you got fat, you need to see a dietitian. That is completely not inappropriate. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, will, you, and you deserve to be in trouble with HR and fired. You don't make any comments towards anyone's body. All, all serious, all jokes aside, never yeah. do the shit that that yeah. was done. Shut the hell up about someone's yeah. body. Continue, Spence. And it's just, it's, it's amazing how time is like completely different Mm because there's no way anybody would be getting away with that at all today. Um, Especially just being like, you need to see a dietitian. Like, how does this affect his job at all? We talk about sell toys. Yes. What? What does this have to do with anything? I don't get it. No. So, um, and then also in the scene, we see that, um, you know, after he makes his order, long order, Uh. did you also notice, if you look back at the scene, did you notice he did not touch the salad that was right there? Oh no, that's a good catch. (laughs) He didn't touch the salad at all. I'm saving that for later. (laughs) I got the sweets. That's all I need. Got the sugars. Got the sugars. Sugars. Put the cookie down now. See, I like... I like to take what the cookie and I like to rub it on me. And then and, and you be breathing. I like to like. leave the crumbs where they're supposed to be. Can't wait to visit. I'll rub you down with some cookies. Oh. Wax on. Wax, Wax on. Two cookies rubbing me down. Hey. Tom's going to be like, why do you have chocolate marks on your back? I was like, well, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> why you got, it's like the, you know, that that the cupping thing that Colin does and it leaves oh those marks, God, but it's, it's just cookies, cookies. cookie bruises. It's cookie bruises. Is he beating you with cookies? What's I, happening? Right I there? put it on you. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so later in the scene, um, Scott, he 
they're trying to show him like the total tank, this yep. new toy that's coming out with yep. Santa Claus and all the elves and stuff like that. And he has his objections with uh, what they're kind of laying out when it comes to like the marketing of Santa Claus now. And we kind of see that uh, mix of capitalism with kind of the genuine reaction of someone who's kind of seeing things as, as they are instead of, you know, how they should be. Um I find it's a, it's an always an interesting thing that he went from being like this toy is great. So, oh, you have to if you break it, you know, you have to buy more pieces. It's a, you know, that's how toy companies work kind of, you know, they're trying to sell you something instead of actually, you know, giving you something that's genuine and an honest experience, right? Yep. Um I always love this I love this scene cuz not only is it it's funny because Scott Calvin's realizing, you know, where he was is not like the right place for him at all. Not only for the fact that they are, you know, openly mocking him for his weight, but then also uh, mocking him for like, why wouldn't you want to sell this toy that breaks easily and then makes people want to buy more stuff? Why wouldn't you want to do that? Um, I always find this scene interesting. I love it. Um, And then he's just trying to eat his cookie at the end. Just trying to eat his cookie. Um, I want to ask actually, from your perspective, uh, how has the capitalism always gets to everything? That's just how it is. It always does for everything, no matter what it is. What's your viewpoint on how capitalism has kind of reached, uh, mental health and how more of it's like a, it's a trend now rather than like a serious topic. It's a serious topic, but I think a lot of people, aren't taking it as seriously as they could because they're trying to make money off of it. They're trying to make it profitable instead of it being like a mission, you know? Um, and this, yeah. Instead of a mission, a passion, like actual yeah. about well-being, but we're trying to yeah. monetize, yeah. create apps, you know, a bunch of bullshit virtue signaling. And then you got people actually pushing and doing the work and actually helping people. Uh, you know, as we talked about maybe on with other guests, but specifically I, I've talked about it during one of my bigger interviews. I said, this self-care stuff, it's kind of bullshit. And they're like, what are you talking about? They, they, someone said, this is super radical. And I was like, it really ain't that radical. If you get your metaphorical foot off of my neck, maybe I can actually breathe and live. If you don't squeeze every ounce of life out of me, maybe I won't have to go home and, and do all this self-care related things. Maybe it's not my responsibility to make sure that I go over and above my 40 hours because I'm exhausted when I go home. The most self-care that you could do is take a nap, eat some food, watch a little bit of TV. Um, so maybe if we were less restrictive in some of these jobs or, you know, in schools, still expecting high outcomes, but maybe not, you know, the harassment that many students face or graduate students specifically, because I was talking to someone that works with graduate students, um, is this radical approach to self-care which is eliminating some of the pressures and oppression. Um, you know, you talk about capitalism and they said, you know, hey, we're going to give them in the clip, very good scene for like how things run. We're going to give them this one thing. It's going to take them 10 hours to put together and it's going to break in 10 minutes. And then, well, he's like, well, that's what we want. So they buy more shit. And you know, that's the truth. Because, you know, we we know this all the time. We say it all the time. Like, we've got old appliances or old things. Never breaks. You buy something new. My damn Samsung and dishwasher have been broken since day one. But, like, all the old stuff always works. How is, how, how is that a thing? 
are things more fragile now with better technology? Um, there's a lot of instances where people are trying to sell you these things because it is a consumer-related product, and they're pushing you to buy more and more and more. Cell phones and iPhones and Samsung recently got sued because they were actually downgrading their phones. As they got older, they were literally throttling, Pat McAfee word, the throttle in us, bro. The, the throttle in us. Every time we talk to speak the truth, the throttle in us. Uh, throttled, bro. So, and, and that's true. They will throttle things to make sure that you have to buy another one. And, it, and it's kind of fucked up. Um, so you got this individual that is a radical individual, which is Tim Allen, which believes that there is a different way for this. Also, why are you pushing war with Santa Claus? You can push your war objectives at any time. Why are we going to pervert this with something so innocent, so happy, so cheerful? And we're like, you know what? Oh, he just ran over to the Petersons. <laughs> um, it's fucked up, Spence. Uh, and so it's a very good scene about the workplace, about money, about consumerism. Mm -hmm. um, as you were saying previously about the weight and issues, we just talked about that. Serious. I know we talked a lot of stuff and we're always being funny and sarcastic. This is a very good scene on how not to act, though. If someone is disabled, if someone has any weight issues, if someone has anything that's going on outside the norm, you do not objectify them. You do not speak about that thing unless they bring it up and they want to speak about it. But you you, you be respectful and just keep your mouth shut. Uh, you know, if I get myself a cheeseburger and y'all get salads, don't say shit. Um. You know, there's this fat phobia thing that people talk about. And they're like, well, if you're fat, you're going to die. Well, actually, there's a lot of fat people that are pretty healthy. Um, well, it's, you know, it's correlated with, you know, hypertension and this and that. It's correlated with a lot of different diseases, which is true. I will give you that. I know that. I've seen the data, the statistics. Um, some folks, it, it's tough. Uh, the traumas, the ADHDs, there's a lot of the autism. There's a lot of different things that can lead to overeating, or there's a lot of things that lead to cortisol that courses through people's bodies and makes you, uh, you know, maintain or stay heavier than others. Uh, genetics, metabolism, a lot of different things. Uh, I exercise a decent amount. Um, I know I don't get a lot of steps in, so if I was to get more steps in, then technically I would be skinnier. As me and Spence were playing ball and super active, we was both like skinny. I was skinny. Uh, I was my version of skinny. You were skinny as hell. I know. I was. Yeah. It looked sickly. Yeah. It wasn't good. Well, to be fair, you weren't eating much and you were exercising too much. Yeah. You know, so there's a little sense. stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't comment on those things. Uh, all, you know, all jokes aside, right? Um, but it is a very funny scene. I think it's hilarious on how good he is at lying, Spencer. Okay. You know, I got stung by a bee. When did you know? It's an allergic reaction. Doctor said, I'm going to lose the weight, though. <laughs> I'm 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 be fine. I'm gonna actually use that the next time I see someone, you know, a beasting. <laughs> beasting, yeah. It's, it's all, a big B. It is it, a it's a big one. It was the nope, not gonna say it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's one of my no, I'm done too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> not this time. <laughs> yeah, no, I did not. Don't sue um, us. <laughs> so it was just funny he orders all that food. Uh, I know when I was out to dinner the other day and like, you know, you know, Spence, I'm like, they're like, oh, we're going to go to breakfast. I had like half a bagel and like my juice for breakfast because yeah. we were sitting there in front of the people. I don't like eating in front of people, especially during an interview. That's weird. Yeah, do I? Um, yeah. Man, do no, I if, it's, 
Yeah, people you don't know. It's just, you know, you want to be appropriate because otherwise I'm like shoveling it in like a... Like yeah, a, you're very quiet when you eat, so... I don't say nothing. You really don't. No. Nope. I was I like, is he food. mad? Is he mad at the <laughs> soup? I don't get it. Yeah, boy, that boy, he punishing that soup. <laughs> I'm, I'll put it on you. <laughs> Stop putting it on things, please. Hey. I guess it done. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Um, lovely scene for big folks. Um, but the society is wants everyone to be thin and it pushes that specifically for women. Um, and folks will know that society, women want you to be thin, want you to be pretty, want you to be gorgeous. Dudes can have the dad bods. It's fine. But women, you know, we're starting to allow women to be a little bit bigger, a little bit thicker, maybe a little bit more masculine, but it's still very far to come. Starting to see it in like movies, actresses, models, right? Clothing. Finally mm-hmm. starting to see appropriate clothing for people. It's like, hey, you know, why why these shirts at the mall stop at 2X? You know, there's a lot of That's big true. motherfuckers, man. Like, why I go to Sam's Club, there's a lot of fat people that walk around Sam's Club. Sam's Club, too. So, and, 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 and we ain't got no 2Xs? Or none but 3 We got no 3Xs, I mean, but we got 2Xs? I'm like, come on now. Um, yeah. Interesting, the world that we live in, in clothing. Uh, and how they want people to be ashamed of the bodies. And, and I get it. Some of y'all be like, ooh, that's gross. You also ain't got to look. Look away now. Look away. Well, I sting look. your ass with a B, too. <laughs> a big uh, B. A big, a big B. See, uh, me and Dom are having this conversation, too. Go ahead. Um, like, we were watching, like, some early, like, 2000s movies and stuff. And everyone just, like, they really wanted you to be, like, skinny Skinny. Anorexic thinny. Yeah. Yeah. Skinny. Yes. And so, you know, um, with that, it's, but I think we've come a long way now, especially since we have a lot of people, um, who, like you said, are celebrities that are, you know, thicker, thicker than a snickle. That's it. Yeah. And like only really like at the time, only like black women could really be like thick and things like that yep. back in the day. I agree. Um, but now it's, we were seeing a lot of people actually, uh, you know, actually fine with gaining weight and things like that. And a lot of the, a lot of the time in society, like we're, it's like, it's very okay and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just think that at the end of the day, it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's tough. I remember people were harping on Selena Gomez for gaining weight. Um, there's that other singer that, ooh, I forgot. She got, like, the black hair, but it's got, like, that green stripe on it. Um, she got she got a little bit thicker recently. Um, white girl, like, really pale white. Damn, she sings, like, all those, like, she got kind of that gossip-looking vibe. Damn, what is her name? Uh, I don't know. Lord. But they made fun of her for gaining weight as well. Um yeah just interesting yeah she's like super famous too the singer i'm so sad i can't remember her name but it's it's a thing and like you're right um this is the reason why i love gilgamesh so much in the marvels this is the Mm -hmm. reason why i like uh wong um right because he's he's like these big guys we could be superheroes too now you know yeah yep ain't gotta be steroided up the same thing when you look at anime and everyone's mm. like just jacked. All the dudes are like, I'm like, Jesus, even I want to have yeah. sex with this guy. Don't have a love. Jesus. <laughs> I got a little personal there. I uh, snuck that one in on you, didn't I? I put it on you. <laughs> I'm putting it on me. Stop it. 
<laughs> yeah, I have to agree. There's not a lot. And I love how we want to say that we want inclusion all the time, but the, you know, it's like a lot of these companies still want these, you know, perfect jawline guys that, you know, work out like every, in like I get it, superheroes get it. and stuff like that. I get, I get it. it. But at the same time, we've also seen tons of other, you know, we've seen success with people who look exactly like that. Like people love those characters. Yep. And you know, hey, let me get a couple nice. Let me get a couple Peter Griffins. <laughs> Shout out oh, to wow, Fortnite wish. for putting Peter Griffin in there. Hey, <laughs> um, it was the buff Peter Griffin though. Wasn't even like the oh yeah, big you're right. One. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's still like got a big ass in. head though, so this is his. I mean, that you can't change that. Yeah, it's like when I lost a lot of weight when I was going in to play college ball. My head was the same size. It's scary. It was scary. scary. It was just like watched. one massive head. I was like waddling around like Bambi. Yeah. You're like, why can't, why does the helmet size get bigger? I don't yeah, get it. Terrible. Um, so obviously fun to talk about, you know, obviously, you know, being big, this and that, which leads us in technically to our last scene, mm. um, which is, you know, and I wanted to bring this one up. So I'll talk about this one. This is when he's at the doctor's office mm-hmm. and, you know, he's getting tested because the doctor said, Hey, you need to do this. They've done that with me as well. Hey man, you're a big boy. Make sure your blood's good. Your sugars are good. Do the blood panel. Hey, make sure your you know blood pressure's okay. Just check it out. So, you know, I go check it out and the doctor's like, Hey man, I got to tell you this. I'm like mandated to tell you this, you know, that, you know, you got to lose weight, but you are healthy and everything's fine. You've got a ton of muscle on you, but you know, your BMI, you're too damn big. Your BMI is a lot. He didn't say it like that, obviously, but he said, I love you, man. You don't have to do nothing, but it's like, I have to say this. And then that was it. He moved on. Did nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. Wonderful, actual doctor. Yeah. Um, And the reason why I bring this up is, you know, it, it's tough to go in there and you got to oh, pull up your shirt and you know, he's going to tell you this, you got to lose weight. This, and that. I already know I got to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Surprise, mother scratcher. It ain't happening. Because I don't do much. And, you know, I like the heat. So, you know, just let me fucking have my heart attack and die. That's good to say. We'll, we'll bookmark that. Hey, you know, I try to get life insurance. And like, remember this one time on the pod? Yeah, you ain't getting insurance. We got you. <laughs> we got you. You tried to do this on purpose, so we're not paying out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Robert Downey over here snorting coke like it's, oh. you know. <laughs> I couldn't think of what he's doing. In the past, like. man. In the past. In you know, the past. Shout, shout out to Tim Allen, you know, selling drugs and then come back. You know, shout out to Tim Allen. Michigan yep. raised drug addict. Yep. He's a big Detroit Lions fan. Gotta love it. You know, shout out mm-hmm. to the tool man. <laughs> tool man. Tool man. You know what's funny is that like my like we saw this when we were watching Barry Sanders, like there were so many people, so many celebrities from Michigan. Yep. They're like huge lion fans. And it's hilarious. Cause I had no idea that yep. there were that many yep. celebrities. It was awesome seeing Timmy in there. Yeah. Um, hey everyone. Thanks for watching our show today. We just wanted to take some time to give a special shout out to our collaborator, cat and Raven design. They are a small queer owned business that specializes in LGBTQ plus pride soaps. They have great designs, some that even look good to eat, but don't. You can get 10% off your entire order if you use the code DSP or go to our link tree. Help support this great small business and help give back to a great community. 
Hey, hey, this is your co-host Spencer, and I'm bringing you a special message from our collaborator, Silver Dollar Candles. They have great scents to go with great messages, just like Best Dad Ever, True Crime and Chill, and my personal favorite, When This Candle Is Lit, Give Me That you can also make your own candle and message that fits you. So go use our link in our link tree to get your order placed with Silver Dollar Candles today. So that scene, uh, I thought very much related to me getting checked. Uh, and then, hey, man, you got to lay off the cookies. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't even eat cookies. I just eat too much food in general. Um, it's a thing. So I know a lot of folks that listen to this, uh, may, if are, any of you are heavier uh, or thicker, You can be comfortable in your own body. Uh, if you want to lose some weight, you can lose some weight. I know it's getting ready to be into the new year, but you're doing that to be healthy, not to fit a certain type, not to fit a certain body standard. If you feel like you need to lose some to breathe a little better, to sleep a little better, to get your maybe your sugar, your blood pressure under control, do you. And if you need to do it, the doctor says you need to do it, but with affirming, then do it. Um, if you're losing weight, awesome. If you're not losing weight, it's fine. Uh, not everyone's going to be able to lose weight. Not everyone's going to be able to go to the gym. I know it's terrifying as a therapist to get my clients to go to the gym. Um, and I just want you to do some walk. I won't even see exercise, Spence. I'll say physical activity. Yeah. I just want you to get your heart rate up a little bit. I want you to get some dopamine, some, some norepinephrine going, some serotonin going. I don't give a shit about weight. I just mm -hmm. need your blood pumping. That way we can get some good chemicals going and maybe we can help fight that depression. Fight that anxiety, get some angst out. If you're ADHD, I always recommend that, some yoga. I recommend exercise all the time, but not to always lose weight. There's other things that I'm, and if you lose weight, awesome. Um, I just want to preach that. But if you're going to do it, do it for yourself, not for anyone else. Be careful if you start counting a lot of calories or if you start counting all your food and getting real obsessed. Uh, it can lead into some disordered eating, not eating disordered, but disordered eating, and that can be a dangerous path, especially if you're already pretty anxious or pretty OCD. If you're trying to do competitions in bodybuilding, hey, God bless you. Go ahead and do it. FYI, if you're doing bodybuilding or, you know, powerlifting, you're probably autistic anyways. So, you know, shout out to y'all. Tism. Shout out to the tisms out there. Shout out to the tism. Like, you know, it's that white. It's also autism. <laughs> Why do they all sound like Luke? <laughs> I want a cookie. <laughs> How are you going to lisp with one steroid shot? <laughs> you shooting your tongue? <laughs> um, so, funny scene, relatable for many different folks. Um, but I just want to talk about that because I know a lot of folks will be like, man, I'm obese. I need to lose some weight. I know, I know. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Uh, listen to your doctor. If you want to change some stuff, it's wonderful to work with a dietitian, so they can get you eating the right foods. For a lot of you that maybe are anxious or depressed, or a lot of you that may be autistic or ADHD, maybe you're always going to those, you know, dopamine, you get that high from eating. Okay, maybe we should work with someone and find different coping skills because that's leading to some overweight and some obesity. And you should have other eating. You don't need to be binge eating. You know, if it is autism and you only like eating chicken nuggets, oh, that can affect a lot of different things. And so maybe we do need to talk to a dietitian and therapist mm -hmm. and start eating some green and leafy vegetables. Now it's not about weight. Now it's about being healthy and getting the right chemicals in your body. Mm -hmm. So I'm bringing this up because if you're doing what he's doing, avoiding the salad, not Spencer, Santa Claus. 
Son of a bitch. Yeah. Hey, fuck you, dog. <laughs> How do you know I was missing out on my salad? I know. You eat chicken nugget eating them. Uh, hey, they delicious and they look hey. like dinosaurs. I'm telling you. Um, but for real, I work with clients all the time. And, you know, maybe some folks on the spectrum, you know, it's hard to eat because of the textures, because of the sounds. Mm. There's a lot of different reasons why folks on the spectrum eat too much, don't eat enough. So that's when we start adding supplementation, shakes, different types of things. In short, hey, we'll figure it out. We'll start with snacks. Just wanted to bring attention to it. It's hard for a lot of folks that are ADHD or on the spectrum to eat enough. Or if they overeat too much, it's kind of like me because it's my feel-good thing. Get a little anxious, eat a bag of hot Cheetos. <laughs> Story time. Spence. Stupid was like, I see you Nas eating healthy when we leave the counseling center. What, what are you talking about? I saw the two apples on your desk and said, yeah, you see the bag of hot Cheetos in there, though, did you? That's right. <laughs> That's a distraction. That's right. Yeah. I said, were you the student that talked about my apples last time? She said, no, I don't think so. She said, what happened? I said, I had a bottle of hot sauce out next to the apples, and the student thought I was putting hot sauce on my apples. <laughs> mm. I'm like, why? Because I'm Mexican? <laughs> the student literally shit the themselves. Yeah, top of deal. Franks. Franks were that classic. Franks. Um, so that was pretty much the gist of what I wanted to talk about. We're going to release some really fucking funny reels um, yeah. about, you know, the holidays, gifts, hair. Yeah. Yes, we are. It's going to be lovely. It's going to be real lovely. I'm going to yeah. show some love to the tum, to the tum tum. The tum tum. Um, so I'm excited. It was a wonderful pod today. We got a shit ton of jokes in. I literally almost passed out twice because I haven't taken my blood pressure medicine yet. So <laughs> I also like to live dangerously. After all that, you like, I haven't taken my blood pressure Oh, yeah. Medicine. At one point in time, I literally was just like Peter Griffin. Every time I've seen you, you're like, hey. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey. Um, so Spence, unless you got something else to put on that scene, a little tapatio on it, uh, it's up to you. Uh, no, I think we're good there. Um, okay. Thank you everybody for watching and Hey, happy holidays. All right. You know, enjoy them. Uh, have some fun, go sledding or something. If you're in, you know, cold place. Yeah. It's actually like 50 here in Minnesota right now in December. It's yep, creepy. Same. Yeah. It's weird. Um, global warming doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> Liberal. Oh, there goes our far right people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right so shout out to everybody um our collaborators thank you so much for watching the show today also shout out once again to um blenders give us money money. money. i'll put it on you (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i'm spencer that's nice this is a different spectrums podcast all right everyone much love and remember If you want to get them links, click below in the description. Take care of yourself. You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. You did not do it right. And I know you fucked it up. (laughs) Want to try that again? Everyone, make sure you do much love and take care of yourselves. Or don't. And that's completely up to you. Fucking idiot. It's completely not scripted. It's, It's not scripted. Yeah. Doing this off the top of our heads, as you can tell. As you can tell, right from the dome. All right. Bye, everybody. Peace. Peace.